Hello students today I am going to deal with a new chapter and this is called journey to the end of the earth this has been written by Tishani Joshi and it is the third lesson of your vistas in this essay she talks about her visit to antarctica she had gone aboard a russian research vessel called the academic skokalski and she headed towards the coldest driest and windiest continent of the world she herself belongs to chennai so for her it was quite different she says she had never seen a cold climate and reaching antarctica she was faced with an extremely cold climate she says she traveled for 100 hours in all sorts of transport it was then a car an aeroplane a ship and she says after those 100 hours the first reaction was that there was a sense of relief then when she looked around she said she was filled with profound wonder she was absolutely mesmerized by the immensity of this continent by its isolation and she was just thinking that many 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 years ago india and antarctica were a part of the same landmass and that landmass was called gondwana it existed 650 million years ago at that time the climate was warmer there was a different flora and fauna that was thriving there were the dinosaurs and then as time passed about 500 million years ago the dinosaurs they became extinct and a wide variety of animals and mammals they started inhabiting the earth and because of the continental drift the landmass broke shaping the globe as it is now now for her she says that the whole thought is mind boggling she says you can't even imagine that how the indian subcontinent would have moved away it would have jammed towards the northern landmass creating the himalayas then the north america would have gone in a different direction and antarctica would have moved down to the poles become absolutely cold 90% of earth's total ice stores ice volumes are stored in antarctica and for a south indian like her she says it is a difficult prospect even thinking about how you thrive in those cold areas she says you lose all sense of perspective because wherever you're looking there are no landmarks there are no trees there's no sense of time because during the summers 24 hours of light is there and she says the only sound that you hear is that sometimes the glaciers are melting there's an avalanche or an ice sheet that falls into the sea and that just tells you that the way we are living our lives it's not a very good prognosis for our atmosphere the earth is becoming warmer she says the human beings man has been around only for 12000 years but in those 12000 years he has etched his dominance over nature there are villages there are towns there are cities there's a huge population all those things have left the earth with very very limited resources the fossil fuels have been burning there's a huge amount of carbon dioxide that is released in the air and 
all in all it leads to rise in global temperatures now the question that can be asked is what are the reasons for increasing global temperatures so number 1 man has created towns villages cities it has tried to dominate nature number 2 there is a huge population to be taken care of so the resources have become very very limited and number 3 we are burning fossil fuels releasing carbon dioxide into the atmosphere which is creating global warming it is a known fact you know whether you look at mount everest or you look at antarctica or you look at the arctic circle it is so cold out there that whatever beings would have lived there or whoever would have died there they are buried just the way they are they don't disintegrate now same thing goes for antarctica its ice cores they have half a million year old carbon records inside those ice so the writer says in case you want to study the earth's past present and future antarctica is the place to be past as in i just talked about the ice the carbon records that date back to 500 million years ago the present well you see the ice shelves the ice sheets melting and you know that this is being created by us and the future well if that falls the ice sheet melts what is the world going to look like without any drinking water that also you can see it there so antarctica is the place to visit in case you want to see all these timelines of the world then she talks about geoff green now he was a canadian and this man he started the students on ice program for young high school children you know he was one of those who would take the celebrities and the curiosity seekers and the rich and powerful people to antarctica but then he realized that these people could not give too much they could give back to the environment only in a limited manner instead when he started to take these children there he saw that it was impossible to not to be affected by the way things were in antarctica and children are very very impressionable they are ready to absorb they are ready to learn and they are ready to act so that is why his student on ice program was extremely successful he intended to provide them with educational opportunities which would help them to foster a new understanding and respect for the planet question that can be asked is what did the student on ice program intend to do it intended to inspire educational opportunities foster a new understanding and respect for the planet she also talks about Uh, the phytoplankton that is found in the oceans there you know antarctica has a very very simple ecosystem and there's hardly any biodiversity so she shows you how little changes in the environment can have big repercussions now the phytoplankton it is uh, the grass in the sea that uses the sun's energy to assimilate carbon and synthesize organic compounds now it does it through photosynthesis but more importantly phytoplankton's are responsible for 
marine animals and birds of that region that thrive they are fodder for these animals and the birds but the depletion of ozone layer is affecting phytoplankton they might just become extinct and if they become extinct the birds and marine animals will be affected and the global carbon cycle will also be affected so the writer says you take care of the small things and the big things will fall into place means if we look after this phytoplankton if we look after the the fact that these phytoplanktons they survive then automatically the bigger animals and the whole food chain will survive then she says you know that uh, it, the whole trip was full of experiences and one of the main experiences she says was that when they were coming back the shokalski the ship it was caught between the ice sheets you know it managed to wedge itself between a thick white stretch of ice and at that time while the captain was trying to get it out of there he put down a plank and he says why don't you people go and have a walk on the ocean so they all walked down on that ice sheet which was covering the ocean and they said that it was 1 meter of thick ice on which they were standing below that the ocean was thriving and it was a wonderful wonderful experience she says just like you see in the plains well you have the dogs lazing around in the sun during the winters similarly there she saw the crab eaters seals sitting there enjoying themselves sunning them on uh, themselves on the ice just like dogs do in the plains and she says everything does indeed connect means whatever happens here you will have something similar to that happening in every part of the world she says there were nine time zones six checkpoints three bodies of water which she had crossed over to go to antarctica yet she says that is the beauty of balance in play on our planet she says who knows the future you know may might be antarctica might become a warm place again like it used to be maybe the dinosaurs the mammoths the woolly rhinos they were all here who knows what will be in store in the coming years then she says but because the students have gone there and students have they believe in idealism they work towards doing whatever they have to in case they are affected by it she says maybe this will make a difference to the way we perceive things on our planet now the question is what revelation does the author talk about she what was the revelation which she had when she walked on the ocean well number 1 everything in nature was connected number 2 there was a beauty of balance in play on the planet and number 3 each day is important and we can make a difference